0: Welcome to the Bill Michael Show. Glad to have you back. Welcome to all of you listening to us on our fine and ever-growing group of network stations. Thanks to those of you in Shawano and Clintonville. WMAM in Menominee and Marinette. Love those people up there. As a matter of fact, I uh, heard back from the uh, Forgotten Fire Winery people in Peshtigo. They've got that Moscato, so I had to order me uh, and say, hey, 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 hey. Let me know. i gotta get got to get some bottles of that Moscato here before I leave on vacation, so I'm going to do that. Uh, our friends in Rice Lake, 1240 a.m. there. Our friends in Wausau, a.m. 1230 there. Love it. Our friends in Viroqua, obviously, Ernie and the gang, always listening. Lacrosse, Eau Claire, good stuff. Obviously, our flagship station out of Madison, The Zone, 1670 a.m., 96.7 FM. Friends in Platteville as well. We continue to grow and get bigger. Love it. And the mighty AM 920, blasting the big 920 in Milwaukee. Cannot forget about our uh, newest affiliate, and that is the big 920 out of Milwaukee, uh, now on board uh, six months. Six months. Love it. Love to be back on the air in Milwaukee. So the argument going back and forth yesterday uh, during the Brewers game, as I'm sitting on the couch after we got off the air and I'm watching the end of the Brewers game, uh, and obviously Christian Yelich drops down a bunt, all right? Drops down a bunt. And the first time, a sacrifice bunt had been dropped down off of the bat of one Christian Yelich since 2014, right? Okay. So there were some, like Robert, who said, this contract, it's a disaster for the Brewers. John came back, simmered down. The dude has the ability to be the MVP again. I got one from Newit, who says, let's not jump to conclusions. Alex says, he's never going to be the MVP we paid for. He's not hanging out with Braun anymore. He is never going to be h- able to hit the ball with power anymore. Maddie says, go away. He's hitting the ball on a rope. He will be an MVP in the next two years. Kurt, K-I-R-T, by the way, K-I-R-T. Kurt says, MVP in the making, he'll do it again. Zach, no way. He is going to be a money pit. He's awful. Okay. Two extremes there. Two extremes there, right? So I thought, you know what? Rather interesting. Rather interesting discussion. So I thought I'd bring it to the masses. i bring it to the people. That's what we do. That's what we do. When we have things like this, bring it to the people. Now remember, when Christian Yelich, when he ended up signing with the Brewers for that long-term extension... That was like minutes before they shut it down for COVID, right? Just minutes. So he signs the deal. They make the announcement. Christian Yelich is back. He's better than ever. He signs the contract. And then all of a sudden, everything just begins to fall apart, right? Okay. So go back through Christian Yelich's years. And coming off of that season... That he hit above 320. He gave you close to 40 home runs. He's been nothing short of fantastic, right? I think we can all agree upon that. He's been nothing short of fantastic. No problem. So, you tell me is Christian Yelich's statistics and going back to when he hit that 320 plus mark to, you know, when he signed the deal, right? Signed the deal. And then after that, obviously he was coming off of the knee injury. After that, had not done a whole lot. And this year, in the midst of this season, much like last year, remember he went on a three-week tear last year where he was hitting the ball pretty well. We all thought, Christian Yelich is back. Here we go. And then struggled the remainder of the season. He's also struggled in the postseason. You tell me what you think of that contract. I mean, he right now, he's roping. He's not hitting for power, but he's roping. But remember the contract itself, right? The contract itself, when you look at Christian Yelich, the contract itself at that particular point in time was actually a little undervalued. 2018, he hits 326. 329 in 2019, right? 130 games, hurt the knee. Out for the remainder of the season. But that was when he was coming off of 44 home runs, 329 batting average. He also had, in that year, three shy of RBIs of 100. The year before, he had 110. An OPS of 1.1. One point zip the the previous year. You know? All of that. And you're like, that's when he signed the deal. So he's now in the third year of that deal, and in most recent history, he's been batting pretty well. He's got a 252 batting average, 379 sluggage, 341 on base percentage. The OPS, power numbers wise, leaves a little bit to be desired, sitting at 720. So you tell me, is that contract a good deal or a bad deal? Do you think he has MVP ability in himself still? 877-867-1670. Um, Rick says, I think Jordan Love is a better uh, shot at being a quality starter than Yelich ever getting back to an MVP form. Wow. Wow, that's an emphatic no. Wow. Uh, Brentley says, whoever thought the contract was a disaster obviously doesn't understand logic. He uh, took a massive discount to stay here. I don't know how people forget that. Uh, is there a chance for him to get close to his MVP seasons again? Maybe. But he's also going to be 30 next year. So logical thinking says produ- production will slow down. I bet if he signed with the Yankees, he would be making thirty-five to $40 million a year, if not more. Right now, Brentley, I will say this. Between the ages of 27 and 31 is your peak. So he's going to be 30 next year correct? Which means this season, next season, and the season after really are his, the physicality where the apex of your physical peak hit and your knowledge intersect before you start to have that physical ability decline with physicality, uh, hand-eye coordination, visibility of eyes, all that kind of stuff. So all of that being said, you would assume if this year he really has a good second half of the season and helps propel this team deep into the postseason, that you could say maybe going into the next season, yeah. Now, again, you got a long way to go before that would happen. But what is more likely? That, that contract? And, and again, it's not, and I agree with you, Brentley, it's not the albatross that everybody seems to think it is. It, he is the highest paid player, don't get me wrong. But he could have signed for a lot more elsewhere at the time and chose to take that contract for a little bit less money to stay in Milwaukee. So I agree with that as well. But don't – let's not act like he's not making any money. Let's go to Kevin. Kevin, welcome to the program, the Bill Michael Show. Kevin, what's going on today, buddy? Uh, good morning, Bill. How are you? I'm doing great, man. What are you thinking?
1: Well, you know, I'm going to take, take a little bit different perspective on this just because of past experiences and and um, it just kind of – my I, just, I should just say my experience – I really truly think that and he will eventually get back to the MVP form. I really do. Look at the type of damage he did to that knee. And when it comes mm-hmm. to hitting a baseball, when it even comes to hitting a golf ball, what takes the most torque? Right. It's in your knees and hips.
0: Knees so and he's knees trying and
1: to. Hips, I yeah. mean, if I would love to take a look. I mean, if I had the ability to look at pictures of what he was at his MVP form, on a swing to what it is like at now. And I, I almost could bet it's a lot different, and it's not a power swing. It's going to be more they of say a, a, a base hit.
0: The exit velocity is still good. It's just that he's not hitting with the tra- tra- the trajectory that he was hitting with. His launch angle isn't the same. It's more dead on than it is lifting the lifting the baseball.
1: And I, don't, and I think I mean, like I said, this is my opinion. I think he doesn't want to, you know, torque. I mean, that, that's a lot of torque on your knees. And especially yep. the way he he, swung, he swings the bat. And I think that has hindered him. But now he's starting to learn how to deal with it better. You, start, you know, he, he doesn't have the pressure of being in the third spot. He's in that pressure of, you know, it's get on base. So I'm going to get on base any way I can, if it's going to be a big or if it's going to be a base hit. I mean, he's at that point where he's not going to be that power guy for him anymore. Right. And make him the leadoff guy and let him make his money there. You know, let, you know, let him be the guy to lead off the game and, and, and play. And, and, and eventually, you know, occasionally get that um, leadoff home run, you know, still get that mm-hmm. 20, 25 home runs a, game, yeah, a year. Right. But I just think that, I mean, he's, he's still in the learning process. He's, what, a year and a half out from that, that injury or maybe two years, and he's still in the process of trying to learn it without having to put so much torque on that on that leg.
0: So here's the, here's the next question, though. So let's just say he still gives you 80-plus RBIs, he gives you a batting average of, say, 275, and maybe he only hits 15 home runs. Is it still earning that contract? I think so. See, I do, too. I do too. Now you you, you were kind of hoping he was going to give you 40 home runs plus per year and I understand that, but I don't think he would. I never thought he was going to do that. I thought he was more like a 25 to 30 guy, 25 to right. 32 type type. So if he doesn't give you those home runs, at least give me the on-base percentage. At least give me the ability to to drive in runs and or score runs, be a table setter for those who can hit home runs, and I'm good with that. As long as mm-hmm. he's getting on base and or driving in runs, I don't have a problem with that. Right?
1: And, and i don't have a problem with that either i think if he's if he's if he's getting on base and and, and you know and then he comes up and you know if it's uh peterson in in, a, in the, the ninth spot and he gets on base and he moves him over with a bunt i called that yesterday when i was i was sitting in the bar watching the game and they mm-hmm. it's bunt him over it, you know it's a three3 game later in the game it's bunt him over get him in scoring position because you know how the brewers are lately trying to get people to score and base hits has been you know, horrendous, and he still got left there on base anyways. But yeah. it, it, it's, I mean, I, 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 think that it's, I think he needs to do that more. And I know you said something about a question um, the last hour about, you know, why, why aren't we doing this more often? And I, and I think you and I have talked about this before, is the analytics has killed baseball.
0: You're right. Absolutely. Because you're not going to see the guys like Rose, like, I I go back through those guys that were just get on base guys, high percentage guys with on base percentage and and guys that would get on any way they possibly could. You don't see that anymore. You just see more so because analytics will tell you the gripping and rip it style is better.
1: Right. And I I wish that we had more coaches like that, Lou Brown and and Major League that. When Dory come up right. with a contract, what did he do? He he dropped it on the ground and peed on it. And I think we need to have yeah. more coaches like that. That's gonna say, all right. Granted, you're you're a home run hitter. You're gonna push the guy over to second base and give him yeah. a chance to score. You know, I,
0: I I don't know if I'm gonna see Craig Council at any point in time drop his drawers and pee on a contract, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I I would I would you know in the right circumstance I could see it. Okay, I can go that direction. Right. He was a scrappy guy. I can go with that. So all right, man. Appreciate it. You guys have a great day. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Talk to you soon. He drops off. You're going to board 877 867 Christian Yelich, the discussion yesterday became uh, prevalent over on Twitter uh, as to whether or not Christian Yelich was the bust of a contract and an albatross around the organization's neck or that he's starting to hit the baseball and returns returns more to the form of the MVP and this contract becomes extremely valuable to the Brewers. Which way do you think this thing is and or will go? 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670, hit us up, we'd love to hear from you, again, 877-867-1670, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at the Sunset Grill, Sunset Grill in Pewaukee, and the uh, the uh, the docks are open, I don't know what they're doing for 4th of July, I had a couple of people asked me, are they going to be, um, I would assume that you just go there, get a table, sit down on the deck, and maybe bring your boat over, dock it, And look up, watch the fireworks for the 4th of July, but a great place to go. And they have a huge musical lineup coming over the next couple of weeks. Check out Sunset Grill uh, Pewaukee on Facebook as well. Stop in and tell Trish and the gang uh, hello, and they have got some really good new dishes. And their pizza's really good, too. Thin crust, crispy, mmm, good pizza. Over there at Sunset Grill on Pewaukee Lake. Tell them we said hi. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. John of the gang, good, good people over there. Get a hold of them. If you are looking for an epoxy floor, polyurea coating, different colors, different finishes, they can do it. And they're right here in the state of Wisconsin, which means if by chance you have any problems, he's right here. He's not down in Illinois. He's not in Iowa, not in Minnesota. Like some of the problems I've heard from some customers, he's been fixing a lot of their problems because uh, once they do it and they do it cheaply and they don't live up to what their promises are, you can't get them. You can't get them back here. You can threaten them with legal action, but it doesn't matter because they're not in this state. Think about that. Sean is. Get hold of Sean over there at Epoxy Flooring Run- Done Right, 262-443-2852, 262-443-2852, or go to EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com. That's right.com Good stuff over there. Good, good stuff. Um, Talking about Christian Yellich. And I got some some issues uh, with some of this stuff Um, because some people said it's terrible. It's an albatross. The contract's awful for the organization. Others are like, wait a minute. He took a little bit of a discount to stay here. He's starting to hit the ball. He's starting to return to form. But will he ever live up to the MVP form that earned him that contract? Don't know. Our buddy Steve in Richfield says, hey, first of all, best of luck on the procedure today. Hopefully it goes lucky and quickly. Uh, as far as Jelich is concerned, I think the contract being a disaster is closer to then returning to the MVP form. But I say that with a caveat. When he was his MVP years, uh, the vast majority of Brewers fans were concerned that they were going to lose him to free agency. Kudos to Mark Antanasio for ponying up the contract. In that sense, I don't consider the contract a disaster because the Brewers did what was needed to keep him. They were just a victim of a foul ball off of his kneecap uh, and injuries that happen in all of sports to every player. He's only one play away from a career-ending injury anyway. Lastly, what a spectacular catch by Jonathan Davis yesterday. Spectacular being highlighted, by the way. Thank God he wasn't seriously injured. The Brewers are going to go 8-2 and two in their next 10 and 11-5 and five before the All-Star break. Book it. That's our buddy Steven Richfield. Boy, that would be huge if they did. Huge if they did. Yeah be good stuff. Good good stuff. Uh 8778671670 867 1670. Hit us up. 8778671670. Do you think the contract more towards disaster or more towards the possible return of the MVP form? Now, you're going back to what Brentley said. Look, he's probably right. He might have gotten upwards of thirty plus million forty f to forty forty five maybe I don't think he would have gone that high at that period of time, but he could have gotten thirty five maybe so maybe he took five million a year less to stay, maybe he took seven million a year less to stay, right? I think we can all agree upon that, but if he say and I've said this before, give us two seventy five give us two eighty consistently, right. 275 280 15 to 22 home runs maybe 25 85 85 to 100 RBIs you know and, and obviously if he's going to continue to hit leadoff, that'll change but when you look at all of that give me a, you know if he's not going to be um, if he's not going to be the guy that's going to be driving in runs then be the guy that's on base scoring runs a few stolen bases here or there but when you look at this contract by Christian Yelich and what he is right now okay and, and where he's at in this contract situation uh this year he's making 26 but it's 26 million a year for what until 2029 basically actually it drops it's 26 26 26 26 26 26 26 26 and then 20 in the last year of the deal and he does have a hard, uh, a full no-trade clause in that contract, but he does not become an unrestricted free agent until 2030. But where he's at right now, the adjusted salary base for all of this, like, is 22 million, and then 20 million in the last year. So it's not, you know, the the yearly cash for this is basically 22 million a year. It's not a terrible deal. It's, it's really not. So when you can say, you know, is it the albatross? Eh, I don't, I'm not going to say it's an albatross. It's certainly a big contract for the Milwaukee Brewers. There's no doubt about that being the, the smallest media market, money market in, in baseball. But it's not this detrimental albatross. 877-867-1670, 877 877-867. 867 1670. Hit us up whether it's over here uh, on Twitter or over on the Bud Light live stream. You can call the program as well. Phone lines are wide open and all of this. Uh Cheddar Ball says he better be uh, the best damn leadoff hitter in the league for what he's making, or a Wade Boggs type of player. Uh, would everybody be okay with his contract if he turned himself in more uh, into a player like uh, Ichiro? that, Ichiro hit for average, multi-base, did have leadoff power, uh, had base-stealing ability, all the way into, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you look at Ichiro and what he did in his time, he'd be making about the same amount of money, right? So, yeah, I'd go for that. I'd go for that. What is Aaron Judge going to make? He's a power, he's a, he's a legit power hitter, right? Ben, Ju, Aaron Judge, legit power hitter, correct? Yeah, no doubt. Okay. So, legit power hitter, you probably say and he just agreed in his arbitration to make 19 million per year, which is what, 3 million less than So, he's making 3 million less, but he's coming up on his free agency. And the Yankees have a chance to renegotiate with him, and obviously to give him a contract extension, it's going to be huge. But you look at what, what did Bryce Harper sign for? Three hundred fifty million. Three thirty over thirteen 330. years. Okay. So three thirty over thirteen years. All right. So when you look at those payrolls, and, and you look at say what let's go with Bryce Harper, who was putting up big numbers, right? Bryce Harper putting up big numbers at the time, and his numbers. For the most part were huge. They're paying him to be a big giant power hitter. That's what he's getting eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven I mean Bryce Harper right now making twenty seven and a half million a year his base salary's twenty six so yeah, yeah the guys want the totality of money. The years are a little different. That's the thing. Is Bryce Harper or Christian Yelich more valuable to their teams? What would you, being a Philly guy, Ben, is Bryce Harper more valuable to the Phillies or is Christian Yelich more valuable to the uh, to the Brewers? Oh, it's Harper, and it's not even close. I mean, even this year, he hasn't played the field since the first week. And obviously, he broke his hand last weekend. Right, But he he tore his UCL or sprained it, so he hasn't been able to throw. Even only as a DH, he's more valuable than Christian Yelich in his totality. And I I don't think it's really close. See, Aaron Judge right now is making, what? I think it's 19 is what they just agreed upon, 19 million. And And at the end of this year, he's an unrestricted free agent. The thoughts are when you start to look at the numbers that he could possibly get the thoughts are that he could get probably now the biggest contract in in MLB history cuz Mike Trout currently makes 37 million a year after that after that contract extension he makes 37 uh, 37.1 and he's going to make 37.1 million a year until the remainder of that contract, which is... Uh, I think it runs out the same time Christian Yelich has done. I think it's 2030. So he's making $37.1 million a year. With Christian Yelich making twenty two, Is there that big of a difference between Mike Trout and his numbers versus what Christian Yelich would be putting up? That's going to warrant a... What? A... a million increase? You know what I mean? I'm just trying to look at the value of the deal. I mean, obviously, he got off to a slow start. So, yeah, it was, (laughs) in comparison, it was a deal. I get that. He has started to hit better here as of late since they put him in the leadoff role. And over the last three weeks, he's played well. Just is that a better deal? But, again, I'm going to step back and put, put my... My sense of normalcy had on here for a second. And I'm going to tell you, just as I told you at the beginning of the season, if he goes on a three-week roll and you start to feel good, caution yourself. Because we saw that last year. Second week, third week of July into the first, second week of, of August, he was playing really good baseball. And then it just, it went away. You need seasons Now, if he hits like this and he continues on through the end of the year, he ends up with about 275, 280 batting average, gives you 15 to 17, maybe 20 home runs, scores, I don't know, 80 times, whatever, you know. I mean, yeah, okay, I'm good with that. Then the value of the contract becomes legit. But if he goes back to being Christian Yelich, struggling in a three-hole, not putting up uh, producing power numbers, hitting under 15 home runs, Driving in less than seventy, scoring less than seventy, strikeouts well above the average, on base percentage sinks. Then yeah, it's it, it would be a bad deal. No doubt. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's go to back to the phone calls. Let's go to Bill listening to us out in Madison. Bill, how you doing today, man? What's going on?
2: I'll tell you what, Bill. I'm listening to this stuff and it makes me angry. Tell me why. Um, I'll tell you why. Because anybody. I think it was February when he signed that contract of 2020. Anybody who didn't think we got a steal of a deal was stupid. We had two years in a row of an NFL, I'm sorry, an MLB MVP candidate or actual MVP. We got a a great discount. Everybody was patting ourselves on the back. Christian Mm Yellen is a great teammate. He works hard. He's not like, remember that guy from Washington, the defensive lineman that they signed to that big contract, and then the guy just, like, quit about 10 years ago? Yeah. I forget his name, but he, like, he like quit trying. He got his big bonus, and they had to cut him. I mean, was Chris that Hayward or was Haywood? Team, wasn't it? I think so. I think it was. And so I listened to all these people, and we got a guy who's trying, and, and you know, it's kind of like Teddy Higuera, back in the eighties. We signed Teddy Higuera, and after he had a couple great years, maybe his nineties, he got hurt and he never panned out. I mean, that happens. It's part of life. I and agree. I just, don't under, I just don't understand the anger and people saying this stuff when we got a guy who I agree is not has not lived up to the numbers, but but he's overcoming something and he's trying. It's not like he's taking steroids and not taking steroids it's not Correct. like he's not showing up to practice
0: i uh i agree with you and on the day that they signed it the numbers came out i 100 percent. that was a steal Because you thought, oh, my God, he gave this – he was a fan favorite because he gave you the hometown discount. He was coming off of a a tremendous year, and you thought, oh, my God, for that amount of money when you're talking about guys like Bryce Harper who could go almost to the half-billion mark, remember that? That's what we were talking about, that, oh, my God, this was a steal. I agree with you. Uh, The only discussion now is, is you know, you can't go back and say it was a bad deal because you did exactly what you were supposed to do as the Brewers. I I would have done the exact same thing. I think we all would have. Now you look at it and go – Boy, since he got the money, has he lived up to that? Yes, he's tried. Yes, he's practiced. Yes, to, to all of that. He's just run into some really bad luck. That's why you just kind of keep hoping that things begin to turn around.
2: You know, it, what it, what it, if if you're a fan and don't recognize the quality of the man who took less money, substantially less money, substantially. And look at all the Packers that have not taken substantially less money, including Aaron Rodgers. And this guy takes substantially less money, and unfortunately hasn't been able to recover from an injury.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, how do you how do you hate on the guy? I mean, you can hate on the deal, but how do you hate on the guy for that?
0: Yeah, I would never hate on the guy because it just the, the circumstances just didn't allow for it. I agree with that. Bill,
2: you're not you're not, but some of these people that are writing in when I hear what they're writing, I mean, are you really that stupid? And I'm sorry but it. it's Are you because if you're writing that. You are that stupid because nobody planned for it, and everybody thought we got, like, the bargain of the century.
0: Mm-hmm. I would and agree. It just,
2: it just didn't happen.
0: 100%. Hopefully anyway, it does because there's still time to bounce back from that.
2: I agree. I don't see him becoming an MVP candidate again. Maybe he'll have a year, but I do see him becoming an all-star candidate because he strikes me as someone who is working hard and trying yep maybe I'm wrong
0: I can't argue with any of that
2: anyway sorry sorry to, but I just when I hear some of these things coming in it's like really dude
0: mm-hmm nope 100 percent agree man appreciate the phone call bill good hey. stuff that's bill from Madison giving us he's he's fired up too he's on the positive side he's on the positive side and uh, it was wasn't hey uh, it wasn't Haywood it was Haynesworth Albert Haynesworth 100 million bucks. Is what Albert Hainsworth signed for. After one year, after one year into that deal, Hainsworth came out and said, I hate this organization. He hated everything about it, but he took the money. He took the money, smiled all the way to the damn bank. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show. It's all coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. last night i don't know if you saw the video over on the facebook fan page but uh boy the bud pavilion they had thousands of people there last night go and check it out uh what a huge night at the bud pavilion last night at the wisconsin state fair park all brought to you by our friends at bud light the official beer sponsor of the bill michael sports talk network huge that might have been their biggest one of their biggest crowds ever huge it was beautiful last night but a huge crowd on hand. The almighty vinyl vinyl just rocked the place. I had a lot of friends that were texting me and said, hey, where are you at? I just, just uh, have not been able to walk around and do a whole lot. I got some stuff done here at the yard, but that's riding on a tractor. So uh, big doings going on last night. And it's not going to stop. Next week, back at it again. The Bud Pavilion brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. But a huge night. Check out the video over on the Facebook fan page. Big night last night. Uh eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um John says in regards to Christian Yellich In regards to Christian Yelich, uh it's been what three years since the injury? He is not rebounding to MVP levels uh again, uh even with a change of scenery when it comes to batting in the uh, one position. He has hit better. You can't deny that. He has hit better, and he's been on uh, an upward tick of consistency. I'm not going to argue with that. His batting average has gone up almost 40 points. So I'm, uh, you know, hey, just keep trending in that direction. I'm good with that. Get back to us. You got, you know, the old adage is you got to, you you know, you got to walk before you run. Let's just get him back getting back to seeing the ball consistently getting back uh, to being a consistent threat at the plate getting back to feeling comfortable being confident and good just getting back to that that level and then you start to get back to what it was when it comes to the power numbers you know hopefully that then returns and all it all just is a process of coming back that's what i'm hoping for i think you have to right Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Christine says, "I can't believe all these people are hating on Yelich. Uh, I think Christian Yelich is one of the better players. He's never complaining. He's not whining. He's not complaining about the money, and he is definitely giving us the effort. Some guys could have just taken the money and quit their career. He is not. He has consistently tried to come back, and he is leading this Brewers team back to another playoff season." That is from Christine. She also says, "Wasn't in nineteen seventy six you were born." Uh, here's something for you, which is kind of cool, Christine. I appreciate that. It's a paper, a newspaper clipping giving you the top 40 songs of 1976, led by uh, Led Zeppelin and Stairway to Heaven. I love it, but I was born in 66, not 76. So, uh, But, man, when you look at that lineup, holy mackerel. Leonard Skinner with Freebird at number two. Layla, Derek and the Dominoes. Eric Clapton there, number three. Desperado by the Eagles. Roundabout. Yes, Uh, you can include Whipping Post by the Allman Brothers, Aqualung by Jethro Tull, uh, Hey Jude by the Beatles, Funeral for a Friend by Elton John, uh, Do You Feel Like We Do with Peter Frampton, oh my god. I know that song, love that song. Yeah, yeah. All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix. Anagata DeVita by Iron Butterfly. Holy mackerel, you talk about the hits. The Who won't get fooled again. Knights uh, in White Satin by the Moody Blues. Is Sticks Jimmy on Shelter. There? Get, No, they're not. I'm going to punch you right in the head. Knights uh, in White Satin by the Moody Blues. Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones. Um, You've got, let's see here, what other big ones will we know? Uh, ZZ Top, LaGrange. Jefferson Starship Miracles. Um, Best of My Love by the Eagles, Peter Frampton Baby I Love Your Way, Your Song by Elton John, American Pie by Don uh, Don McLean, and Blue Sky by the Allman Brothers, the top 35 from that year. That's amazing. Go all the way down to In My Own Way by Marshall Tucker Band, Dream Dream On by Aerosmith, everybody knows that one, Bell Bottom Blues by Eric Clapton, Brown Sugar by the Rolling Stones, all of these. Boy, 1976 was a huge year for music. Holy mackerel. Thank you very much, but oh, my goodness. 877 uh, 867 Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to Ross listening to us in Lake Mills. Ross, how you doing, man? What's happening?
2: Not much. Hey, Bill, how you doing?
0: I'm doing great today. What you thinking?
2: Hey, no, I I just think that, uh, you know, we've made... Paid- Yelich to be an all star, well, to be an MVP or to be an all star, and we've gotten neither of them since the injury. There's been a lot of people that, or a lot of guys that have gone and had knee injuries and come back and been just as good or even better in the case of Adrian Peterson and that, but I just don't think it. And then there's other calls that saying that he, uh, you know, he's hard working and tries hard. Well, I don't think he tries hard in the outfield, that's for sure.
0: Um, you don't like his play in the outfield?
2: I think it's lackluster for a left fielder, that's for sure. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't have quite the arm like he should. I think they keep him in left field for his bat.
0: You, you know, uh, you're probably right. Appreciate the phone call. Here's the thought though. I don't see, and this, I, I might not be seeing it then. Maybe I've missed it, but you saw Davis go into the wall on a diving play. Braun used to do that in left field. Braun used to have quite a few where he'd dive and come up with a ball. When's the last time you saw Christian Yelich dive? And maybe he doesn't have to because maybe he's just so s- smooth a foot that he gets to baseballs. Or because of the center field coverage that you had out there between Lorenzo Cain, Andrew McCutcheon, now Davis, that you look at center field and go, you know what, these guys have got it. He doesn't have to go into the gap and start closing things down. He doesn't. He's, he doesn't have that... Years gone by, Dave Parker-esque arm. I'll I'll say that. Um, I would agree with that. But um, I think he's adequate. I think he gets to baseballs. I think he's a very smart player, too. He plays caroms and angles extremely well. Right? Ben, would you call Christian Yelich a below average, average, or above average left fielder? Below average at this point. Uh, The arm is not great. The range has definitely declined
2: a bit since the injury. It's not Mm -hmm. horrible by any means, but definitely below
0: average. We saw that play out, what was that, a couple weeks ago in Chicago? Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to see him laying out for balls and such. I know that. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Mark says, uh, here's the 1966 Top 40. Oh, God, I don't want to get into all of this. But it is kind of interesting. The Mamas and the Papas in California Dreaming were the number one song of 1966. The Monkees were in the top five. Last Train to Clarksville. Love the four tops, by the way. Nancy Sinatra, These Boots Are Made for Walking, were number six. Oh, my God. This. You know, although I do like the fact that uh, Nancy Sinatra was at number six. Frank Sinatra was at number eight, like that. And Kicks by Paul Revere and the Raiders. Oh, God. I, <clears throat> I saw Paul Revere and the Raiders on the, I think then it was the Cousins stage or whatever that side stage was at State Fair years ago. And they still, years ago, maybe like in 1999 or 2001, 2002. And they it was Paul Revere and the Raiders, and they still dressed like Pirates. And the one thing you should never, ever, ever see is fat old dudes in spandex. Never. They still had these swashbuckling boots and the pirate belts and all that, but they were all in spandex jumping around the stage. Isn't that what most of the, you know, 60s music scene was? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was <laughs> not good. It was these shiny spandexy pants. And yeah, it was, I'll never forget that. Days go by, uh, the the forms get bigger, but the sizes stayed the same. That's exactly right. The (laughs) pants were really tight and they were stretched. So you could kind of see through them because they were so stretched, the material. And uh, a buddy of mine took, he's like, hey, you want to meet him? Let's go backstage. And I'm like, "Uh, okay, you know, all right. And I just remember the guy turned around. Now, look, I'm, I'm no small, you know, flower by myself, but I don't walk around in spandex pants. Um uh, even bike pants have like the pads in the butt, but uh, this guy was if he'd have been wearing just the spandex pants and laying face down out in the sun, I would have swore to god he was a VW bug with really bad hail damage. Just just saying. <laughs> just Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. We I'm sorry. <laughs> for that imagery. There's some people going, oh, dude, yeah, it's right before lunch. No, 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 uh, can't do that. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Good lunch, though, if you're looking for one. Stenny, second to National, Walker's Point, running shuttle buses to uh, down to uh, Summerfest this weekend, again. And don't forget, you can always catch the bus uh, down to American Family Field and taking a Brewers game. But the best wings you're ever going to stuff in your mouth. The Bill Michaels garlic cheese bread, cold beers on tap. They're always tapping something new. Uh, Some kind of craft beer, some kind of specialty beer. Always have something great on tap, not to mention all your favorites. So stop down, Stenny's. The Cheers of Milwaukee and Milwaukee's best sports bar, hands down. That is Stenny's. Second to National, Walker's Point, plus the shuttles. It makes it your one-stop destination for everything, and it's just the best damn place there is, without a doubt. Check out our friends from Stenny's. Good stuff. Um, this is from, uh, Chris who says, uh, I think Christian Yelich is starting to live up to his contract ever since signing he has not been the player that we've expected him to be. But then again, you have to take the injury into account. He has gotten better over the last couple of years. This time last year, he started to heat up same as today. If you take his numbers and begin to extend them out, he will end up hitting two eighty-four with about 12 to 17 home runs, 101 RBIs and will score 72, 77 runs. Looks like a two. 77 runs. Uh, those would not be bad numbers, making $29 million a year, albeit his prorated, uh, prorated adjusted salary of 22 makes him that much more of a bargain. Let's be real, people. If he continues this pace, we're all going to love it, but you can only take it a week at a time in Major League Baseball, which is true. Great email, which is true. 100% hands down. Good hour. Good hour. A lot of discussion. I think Christian Yelich, knock on wood, continues on this pace. He has found his spot. If he starts hitting for power, then you have to consider maybe moving him back. It just depends on what you're going to do for another bat in the lineup. I mean, if Woodruff continues to pitch well, okay, just think about that for a minute. If Woodruff continues to pitch well, and you've pretty much then solidified your rotation, Ashby, at some point, you're going to expect him back, right? So... You'll you have your pitching staff of Corbin Burns and Woodruff, Lowers in there, Hauser's in there. You have Gonzalez. Ashby should be coming back. You 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 should be pretty well stacked with Hayter and Williams, and you can throw in Gott and Milner and Gustav, and hopefully Jason Alexander morphs into something when it comes to play. You know, coming out of the pen, but he's also got starting ability. If you need him, you're you're deep. So you go look for a bat. Barring any other injury at this point. You can never have too much pitching. So if something good comes along, you do it. But barring uh, an injury or mass injury in the pitching staff, you're going to find yourself a bat. Where you're going to put it, it's yet to be seen. But you're going to find yourself a bat. And if you find yourself a guy that's giving you consistent power, no problem. Leave Yelich where he's at. Unless you want to hit Yelich in front of him. Otherwise, uh, you've got a pretty, pretty... solid lineup as of right now and i will agree going back to our first hour that the one caveat to all of this is it seems to be an all-or-nothing lineup you don't get a lot of extra base hits you don't get a lot of station-to-station station ball play you get grip it and rip it and when they're on they're on man they're a, they're a tough team to beat no doubt stay tuned Got a lot more of the Bill Michael show coming up. Two hours down, that fast, and two hours yet to go. Good day today. Keep it up. Thanks for everybody viewing over on the Bud Light live stream as well. You can find us, go to YouTube.com/slash Bill Michael Show. Subscribe for free. You can find us there over on the Facebook fan page. Keep listening on the Zone app out of Madison. Download it. W-O-Z-N, the Zone Out of Madison. Stay in touch that way. Stick around. A lot more of the Bill Michael show coming up after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast.